So I'm in the final stretch of this pregnancy. And as you can see, I like my this room has been taken over by baby stuff. So Somebody, they, I need I keep looking at your stuff and I'm like, man, I need to take this shit to Kim. And it has not gotten there yet. Uh, I should just come by today since if you yeah, want to and bring it all. I'm just it's between the closet, the stroller is on the other side of the other desk. Um, mm. then the diapers, wipes, pampers, and then um one of my homegirls, she bought a bottle warmer, the mm-hmm. drying rack, and then this little book. Okay. Oh so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, my mama is definitely being crafty and making you some more things as well. I'm like, mom, she said, oh, Kim's going to get a lot of stuff. I'm like, all right. <laughs> she not make a little rag, but you know, when it's time to like feed and all that, she yeah. said, we can go right there because that's what I made if I say, all right, mom. So, oh, Jesus. I'm- well, I appreciate her um, thinking of me and my crazy child because all she do is like late at night, all she do is turn up. Oh Lord. So I don't yeah. know. Like trying to sleep is like an adventure now. So I don't I don't I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm like man Fallon is giving my friend a run for her money, okay? Well listen <laughs> here, me and that little V and this little girl, I already know we're gonna fight as soon as we get out here. See, I, I just I just can see it. Like we gonna be in the hospital, I'm gonna be fussing with her, she could be trying to cry, and I'll be like, No, don't cry now. Cause I had to cry a few times. You'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be just fine. <laughs> you wasn't thinking about that kicking me this time of the night. Exactly. You're crying now. Exactly. She could be trying to sleep during the day and be like, oh no, wake your ass up. Okay. Because you want to sleep tonight. Like, I ain't got time. Because I already be Karen already tell me too much about her daughter. Keep her up all night. And so she all she can do is sleep during the day. So like anytime you text her, she responds at night. She don't respond during the day. Oh. So, so she's asleep right now. But like probably after eight, she'll be like, oh, hey, good morning. <laughs> morning. But every time, like, I don't know, the closer I get to it, I just think about all of the fun things I'm going to be mm-hmm. able to do. And like, you know how for so long I said, oh, yeah, when I have a child, I'm going to do this. When I have a child, I'm going to do that. Now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now I, I'm going to be able to do these things. Right. I'm about to be a mom. <laughs> like, yeah. really? That's going to be interesting, like having somebody call me. I'll be like, nigga, what you call me? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take some getting used to. Right. But right. I'm excited. I really am. Um, I, I just, and even like, because I do like the little parenting classes and stuff. Oh, I, yeah, like the, um, it's like a health clinic that I went to to go find out um, that I was pregnant. They mm-hmm. um, offer like, free parenting classes, virtual parenting classes where, um, what did they, it's like, what did they do? Like you just, it's like an hour, like every Thursday Mm -hmm. um, and you get like baby bucks. And so they have Mm -hmm. like a little store at their like clinic where you can go and like get free stuff for the baby or whatever. Nice. Like everything that we bought besides the crib, like other people bought or gave to us right so um but yeah I'm just excited because she was like yeah only thing I was worried about is she said we were getting a free uh car seat and we mm-hmm. already had a car seat with the stroller it's like an all-in-one okay type thing so I'm like well I'm gonna do it too but I don't know 
you you figure it out. You definitely I'll figure, figure it, it out. out. Or everybody pregnant now, so that would be somebody else gift. Except me. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, Jesus. Don't worry. I'm telling you, try out with a pet first, and then you'll see if motherhood is for you. Right, right. Clearly, I don't have a pet yet. So <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can get you a little puppy. I can see you with a little puppy or even like a little cat. No, oh, no, no cat. cats. Don't Hell cat. no. no. Not a cat. Get a cat lady. Get a dog. Hell no. <laughs> Not a cat. Get a, mm-hmm. Yeah, get a dog. A little puppy. If I get a dog, I want like a really small dog. Like one I can just carry around and put in my purse or something. <laughs> <laughs> You can, yes. um, I, we got Bruce from the shelter. Bruce was like $20, $30. Yeah. Really? $20, $30. Yeah. And they already have these shots and everything. If mm-hmm. something's wrong with them, you can take them back to go and get checkups and shit like that. Like that's very inexpensive. And then like, um, when we first got started, like the first, um, few months, like we were just buying all this stuff from Dollar Tree because they sell dog food. Like dog leashes, dog toys, all those different stuff. And it's all a dollar. Man, me and this damn phone. But yeah, girl. But yeah, so definitely give it a try. But no, I definitely, like, I always think about, like, like now I've been thinking about, like, how I was raised and, like, things that I want to do differently and whatnot mm-hmm. or stuff. And it's not like a diss. I feel like when people say stuff like that, like people think of it as like a diss to your parents. It's like, no, right. it's not a diss. Like it's not to say like something was wrong with how I was raised or how my mm-hmm. parents raised me. It's just like, like, I just want to do things differently. I don't think there's right. anything wrong with that. Exactly. There is nothing wrong with, the, with that um, at all. Cause I mean, even though I don't have kids, I still say to myself, you know, I don't want to raise my kids like in the type of environment that I was brought up in. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I mean, like, because my mom was a single parent and she did a damn good job, yeah. you know, doing it. But I'm just like, I don't know if I would have the strength to do it, you know, by myself. Yeah. And I, the, the baby's daddy or whatever. I know that he's right there living his life. I just, I don't know. I just can't do it. <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm just glad I have Ray. So I ain't got mm-hmm. to do this by myself. Right. So I know I would be able to do it. It's just like a matter of just like the stress of it. You know, mm-hmm. being able to have somebody there with you, like your partner, and especially right. the person you made the baby with, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there with you. It makes you not feel alone. It's like, you don't worry as much because it's like, oh, you know, I know they're they, they going to have my back. They're going to support me. They're going to be there and things like that. So, because I've always noticed that in like, because I have, you know, <laughs> you know, I know a ton of people with kids. So right. like, even some of them, they're all single parents and they always, mm-hmm. always say a lot of negative things about raising a kid and whatnot. And it's not to say that they hate being a mom. It's just kind of right. like, it's more difficult for them because they were a single parent mm-hmm. or because, you know, the child might've been a surprise or whatever, right. or, you know, they might've not been in a stable situation or whatever for themselves. But, you know, um, cause my mom, I don't consider my mom to be a single parent because mm-hmm. my dad was there. He was around whether you right. wanted him to be there or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he was just around, like he was very present. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I guess maybe certain aspects he wasn't like 
always yeah. in the house but it was like if I called him if I needed anything if she needed anything it's like he was a phone call away or like right across town or around the corner you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so but uh it's just it's just the things that I would do differently like definitely like I feel like if my dad was if I was raised in the house with my dad in there mm-hmm. I felt like I feel like I would be a different person yeah I feel like I would have made better choices like when it comes yeah. to as who I've dated in the past one Me particular too. <laughs> um but yeah you know I definitely think you know that would have made more of a difference and also like with my self-esteem like growing up I I I tell anybody any day my self-esteem was pretty damn low yeah. even though I show it um you know I didn't have that father figure really to like show me the way of the world and what's right and what's wrong and I mean you know my granddaddy Pepe he did an amazing job shout out to Pepe <laughs> he did an amazing <laughs> job but he wasn't my father um yeah. and you know Although I'm older and grown now, yeah, we have a better relationship, but sometimes I'm just like, why weren't you there in those critical times when I like really, really needed you? So, yeah. No, and (laughs) it does make a difference. I feel like, because I think with like, when you have both parents um, in the household, like that's your first example of like love Mm -hmm. and relationships. That's an example of how you deal with the opposite sex. You know, and when you don't have those examples, sometimes like, you know, that can lead to you making bad decisions that can lead to you, you know, not feeling that great about yourself or having like biased views of like how life is supposed to be or how a woman is supposed to conduct herself or how a man is supposed supposed to be like I've run into like so many like just having friends over the years like people who have been in different kinds of um single parent situations where Mm -hmm. they like they have these like very like weird views of like men um of women of themselves and it's like you know, like, no, I don't think that's right. (laughs) I don't think that that's healthy or whatever. And you can't really explain it to them. Like one thing I will say a lot of how we are as adults, it all goes back to how we were raised and as children, because self-esteem, self-confidence, things like that, not having that other parent around, like that stuff can really damage you and traumatize Mm -hmm. you in a lot of ways as well too. Like I didn't need like, it wasn't until I started making more friends with like counselors and doing research on like mental health and taking Mm -hmm. care of my own mental health that I'm like, wow, like, you know, your childhood, like you may not see the effects right away, but it's like that damage can lead to like a lot of like very toxic and very like unhealthy behavior I definitely agree with you on that Kim and you know sometimes it can also be a trigger as well but Mm -hmm. I was about to say Kim are you frozen okay no I'm not frozen I just keep like no I keep sitting up because if I sit down I don't want my chin to get cut off right because the camera is kind of up on like this little thing and so it's kind of looking down on me so okay I don't want it to look like people looking down on me girl (laughs) but yeah those are that's one of the main things I would change um and I think also when I do have my child and you know 
I really want to listen to what they're saying and help them to express how they're feeling so that they feel as though they can run and tell me anything that is going on with them and that they don't shy away from it so that we can have those conversations um, moving forward. That is another thing that I want to do differently. Um, I mean, you know, mom, she definitely... I could talk to her, but I felt like certain things I couldn't talk to her about. And even, you know, with my mental health, I felt like I was going through some things, but I didn't know exactly what I was going through. And, you know, I would say, mama, you know, I think I need some therapy. And at that time in particular, you know, she would just say, just pray about it. And then I'm just like, you know, you can pray and pray and, you know, nothing is wrong with praying but sometimes you just need somebody to talk to about certain things getting that older person perspective so that is one thing that I would want to do have those open conversations um with my child whenever that happens (laughs) no I agree because like my mom was like very big on like tough love and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so like there wasn't really a lot of room for like talking about anything or whatever it was like you know even when I first started to like tap I started going to a counselor like and I was an adult like and you know Mm -hmm. trying to talk to her about like hey like you know I went to a counselor and like you know we talked about a lot of things as far Mm -hmm. as like you know how I was raised and things like that and it was like she was just very defensive about it it was just kind of like like like, well, I took care of you. Like, you you didn't want for anything. It's just like, yeah, but it's more to raising a child than just buying them stuff and just, yeah. like, making sure they have a roof over their head. It's, like, a lot of other work that goes into it as well. Like, yep. your child should be able to feel like they can come home and talk to you about anything, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of things happened to me that I just didn't feel comfortable or feel okay with going to talk to her about because I felt like she was going to get defensive she was going to yell at me she was going to be upset I was going to get in trouble you know I don't I don't want like my child or children um to ever feel like you know they're going to get in trouble for telling me certain things or saying certain things or doing certain things or whatever you know because Mm -hmm. me as the parent to be able to you know do what I'm supposed to do as far as like making them comfortable, teaching them how to, like you said, express yourself, how to, you know, communicate, um, and the healthy ways to be able to do that. Because when you don't teach people those things and you teach them or make them feel like everything that they do is wrong, it's like, then they grew up feeling like, okay, I'm just not going to talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm not going to say nothing to nobody and just save myself the embarrassment or like the frustration. And that was how I was. Like I just kept a lot of things to myself. And when I was an adult, like, and I started like speaking up about it as I started to learn about my own mental health and Mm -hmm. living by myself and things like that and being single and whatnot, like, you know, it was kind of like, that's when she was like, oh, wait a minute, you never said this, you never, and I'm like, well, you didn't create a space for me to feel like I could talk to you right. about this shit, like, you and know. That's, that's my mama as well. That's yeah, you know. That time, you wasn't trying to hear what I had to say. Like, you, you didn't want to hear what I had to say. Right. Yeah, like, or you would just brush me off and send me to my room or tell me to go get out your face or whatever. Like, you know, people don't, your parents don't realize how much that stuff hurts. 
or whatever how damaging that kind of stuff can be like now like being pregnant you know this is my first pregnancy Mm -hmm. never been through any of this stuff before right there are a lot of things now it's kind of it's like I think that our parents have this our, our generation I feel like our parents don't know how to they they haven't really like they don't understand that we are adults now <laughs> yeah and that we are grown ass so. people and I am not a child I am your mm-hmm. child but I'm not a child anymore right like, you've, you've done your part you've raised me mm-hmm. good job you gotten your trophy now is like where I need companionship more than a parent to yell at me you know yeah. what I'm saying I don't want to feel like if I call you with an issue or if I call you because I'm dealing with something that you're just like okay what do you want me to do like right right <laughs> then yeah. if I don't call let's say these things to you at all then you're like well, why didn't you tell me this like <laughs> Well, I <laughs> when tried, I tried, tried to, you wasn't trying to hear that, or you <laughs> didn't want to receive the information, or you didn't want to be helpful at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, because even you know, with all my health issues and things like that that I was going through with, like the pregnancy, like the nausea, mm-hmm. back pain, headaches, all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. when you going through stuff like that, who do you call? Your parent, because it's yeah. like dad's not here no more and i'm not gonna call my dad like he would be like um well maybe you should go to the hospital right <laughs> that's what he used to tell me all the time before right but you know she like she's just very like it's just one of those things like i don't know if she knows what to say or what to do or uh-huh. what the right thing is but it's like when you try to like explain it to her it's just like she acts like like we want like like she don't understand it's like you understand you just don't want to understand you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, definitely um but what the hell was I about to say Kim but I do feel you on that um on you know having that open communication and everything with your parents um I think another thing is that I would want to openly show my child like more love and affection because you know I know I know Alicia loves me I do know provided for me and everything but I never like really was showing that affection like hugging saying I love you those things you know I didn't really have so basically growing up I had to learn how to do that myself like even now in the situation well not situation in this relationship that I'm in I have to learn like, hey, Jalisa, you need to be more affectionate. Like, because I don't know. I'm still learning. Yeah. And even when I was talking to somebody in the past, like, I was like, you ain't got to do all that. But I mean, you know, at least showing a little bit, I, you know, I just never really was that type of person that's like, oh, I love you openly. And, yeah. you know, I'm trying to work on that as well. Um, because I mean, growing up, that wasn't really shown and I wasn't really taught a lot about relationships and I didn't really have a model relationship to really look up to um, because I mean my grandmom and my granddaddy they would always argue and fight so I know I didn't want that mm-hmm. and my mom on the other hand she wasn't like really involved with anybody in that nature so it's like I'm learning these things for myself as I grow and get older and is it tough hell yes it is mm-hmm. but 
I, you know, I just try to figure out what do I like and what do, you know, just what do I want out of relationship and everything. So, yeah. And I think like, <laughs> I agree with you because, you know, that, you know, I was always a very, I was always a naturally very affectionate person. So anytime, mm-hmm. like with my, like with my parents, like if you were leaving the room, love you or whatever, like even if right. they didn't say it back, you know, but mm-hmm. I just became, I, I feel like I became used to not receiving that yeah. kind of affection back, like always giving it, but never receiving it back. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of weird. And I do think that it started, you know, with my relationship with my parents and whatnot, because yeah. they weren't very affectionate people. They were very hardworking, mm-hmm. very independent people, which right. is not a bad thing. But it's just like, I feel like if I had more of that, like affection, just like I said, hugging, loving, mm-hmm. you know, we doing more fun stuff together and whatnot I feel like it would have made a bigger difference um and things like that and I would I would look at you know love and affection and stuff like that a lot differently but no I agree with you like it does make a world of a difference I just keep thinking I'm like every time I see everybody else having a baby I'm like I'm ready to have my damn baby so I can like love on her be in her face 24 7 like hello little girl (laughs) She would be like, my mom was like, <laughs> my mom was like, well, if Kim ever get tired, you bring the baby over here. Cause I'm a sport. I'm all right, mama. See now you're doing too much, but okay. <laughs> like me, cause me and Ray, we're already very, like, very like anti-social people. So mm-hmm. I already know, like, letting be like, not to say that I don't want her to be around other people. Like, yeah. I know we going to be so like, love yeah. and stuff on her so it's gonna be hard for us to like let her like go to like grandma I, or this one or that one so yeah, i already know it's gonna I, be hard for me i'm gonna be calling every five minutes what's she doing send me a picture of her like oh my god she looks so different now <laughs> oh god i'll be like kim she is fine you want to see her <laughs> i would definitely i feel like i am gonna be that parent just because just because it's like to me it's like okay I have a chance to be able to do what mm-hmm. I didn't have I yeah. can do it for somebody else and it's and I feel like the process is going to be very exciting you know because you know Ray has um, kids too and so he's already like a very affectionate person which I love and it's like okay good we're on the same page about this so <laughs> So, so, you know, it's not going to be like hard or weird or make us uncomfortable or whatnot. So she's going to be a very loved baby. Um, yeah, she- <laughs> I'm just worried she's going to be spoiled like me and I'm going to be like, Lord, have mercy. Then when she get older, she want to spend all my money that I'm probably not going to have. So it's going to be all good then. It's okay. That's why she's gonna get a job when she turns like as soon as she turns 13, 14, she's gonna have to get a little a little side, a little hustle. Oh well, she already gonna be like that because she could be watching me with my business and stuff. So mm-hmm. I would hope that she pick up and be like, Mama, I want to do this. I'm be like, all right, girl, let's go ahead That's and get this LLC. <laughs> okay, for real. So for but, but no, I definitely think and and I feel like it's okay to be when you, you know, when you're a parent now, like it's okay to be reflective in that sense of like thinking back to how mm-hmm. you were raised and like just making making it a priority to do things differently. I feel like every generation should always make it a priority 
to level up or do do better than the last generation did you know what i'm saying even if you had a perfect childhood your parents were incredibly affectionate all Mm -hmm. these things still make it your duty to be even better for your kids exactly i'm saying so i just think so true and you know as we as we're talking i'm thinking you know how also when we grew up like when your parents know they were wrong and you were right and they never said sorry or own up taking accountability on what they did wrong on their part mm-hmm. that's also something that i want to do with my child like i'm yeah. not i'm not gonna comment on minds when it comes to that because she's notorious <laughs> for that yeah <laughs> and i know this is something that i would have to work on because i'm bad at taking accountability for my actions sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so i just would have to put my pride aside because my pride is very damn high but <laughs> i'll be like you know what bro yeah you've been right go ahead now bye <laughs> <laughs> and i think that is important too because that teaches you the difference between right and wrong and it teaches yeah. the child what to do as well if you are wrong apologize Mm -hmm. if you're not wrong then okay but if you're wrong right learn to say i'm sorry learn to say because regardless whether you are the authority figure or not authority Mm -hmm. figures know when to humble themselves and come down to your level and say you know what i was wrong i fucked up i did something bad exactly you know i apologize i'm sorry or whatever like that's right. that's very important as well like you know because it teaches you like because it makes a child it can make a child feel like everything that they do is wrong um or like there's something wrong with them or that they're the mm-hmm. problem or whatever and that can lead to other issues and whatnot that a problem that a child or um, that can they can develop when they become an adult right you know so I don't think and then you know and it's for me personally it's like I you can't really I can't really be mad at our generation of parents Mm -hmm. because it's like their generation of parents probably taught them this or did the same thing to them or instilled this in them that's why it's important to like level up level up level up level up level up 